From the newsroom at news.com.au. Lexi Cartwright and this is the weekend edition of From the Newsroom where we take a look at what will be making headlines next week. Well this week it's all been about the US election and the fallout from that is is really only just beginning so it'll no doubt be dominating the news yet again in coming days. Now Donald Trump has vowed to fight the outcome of the presidency in court declaring he has so much evidence and so much proof of voter fraud. Of course these claims are unfounded. Now there's a lot going on so I don't blame you if you feel a bit overwhelmed with all the knowledge. Thankfully, I've got our US correspondent, Sam Clench, here to get us up to speed. Clenchy, you've had a big week. In a nutshell, explain to us what has gone down the last few days. Well, what happened first of all is that neither candidate reached the threshold they needed for victory on election night. That threshold is 270 electoral votes. Donald Trump leapt to a lead in several key swing states on election night, particularly Pennsylvania, Michigan and Wisconsin. He did so based on his strength with the in-person election day vote, which overwhelmingly favoured him. What we saw in the days afterwards was election officials gradually working their way through the mail vote, which favoured Joe Biden by an equally large margin. None of this was surprising. Everybody expected it before the election. Donald Trump has nevertheless thrown all sorts of wild and baseless accusations around about these mail-in ballots suggesting they're illegitimate and that there's a vast conspiracy to steal the election from him. In truth, what we've seen and what we continue to see across the country is all the legally cast ballots being counted. Simple as that. It's how democracy works. No candidate gets to decide that a whole bunch of votes don't count just because they don't like them. Anyway, the upshot is that, as I tell you this, the election has not yet been called, but Joe Biden is certainly the favourite in several key undecided states. And Donald Trump is certainly not acting like a candidate who thinks he's won. And in saying all that, obviously there's going to be a big fallout. Can you tell us what's going to happen over the next week? It can be hard to predict what's going to happen tomorrow in the US right now, let alone an entire week ahead. But in a nutshell, barring any sort of miraculous electoral comeback from the president, which we still can't rule out, next week is going to be all about his reaction to losing. That reaction is going to involve a ton of lawsuits as he tries to allege the votes that cost him the election were fraudulent. We'll see how the courts deal with those claims. As things stand, the president's probably going to have to come up with some evidence to support them because so far he's given us no proof whatsoever, just rhetoric. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is kind of there, awkwardly in the corner, going about politics as though it's still 2012 or something. You know, you'd imagine he will try to unite the country and move on from the election result, and that is going to be no easy task. Thanks, Clenchy. We recommend you go get some shut-eye so you're well prepared for it. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts. 
To sport now and State of Origin has crept up very quickly with Game 2 on next Wednesday after only a week's turnaround. Our sports journo Tyson Otto is here to fill us in. Tyson, what can we expect going into Game 2? Yeah, the thing we have to remember is it's not panic stations for New South Wales just yet. The sky hasn't fallen in. Um, they lost Game 1 last year and came back to win the series um, and they'll actually start um, pretty strong favourites to win Game 2 um, on Wednesday night at ANZ Stadium in Sydney. Sydney, um, where they get to play in front of a home crowd of around 40,000. There'll be some changes for the Blues. The biggest one's going to be um, Ryan Pappenhausen will make his debut um, from the bench to give the Blues a bit more strike power. Um, there'll be some changes for Queensland too. The um, obvious forced one is that AJ Brimson's out for the whole series with a foot injury. Um, but if anything, Queensland will be stronger being able to pick Valentine Holmes at fullback for game two. Okay, and who's your hot tip to win? Yeah, I can't go past New South Wales to win um, by at least two tries. I think it's a pretty different situation playing in front of a home crowd um, in game two. And they're also going to be pretty desperate this time um, after losing game one. And once again, they look far stronger on paper. Thank you, Tyson. We're going to head to some entertainment news now. And Monday, we'll see the 2020 MTV Europe Music Awards take place. Now, Lady Gaga has the most nominations this year with seven nods, followed by K-pop band BTS and Justin Bieber with five noms apiece. Now, due to the COVID-19 pandemic, it's not going to be a traditional awards show with performances and presentations shot at various locations around the world from London to Budapest, but there will no doubt still be quite a spectacle. So check back in with us at news.com.au for all the celeb picks and goss on Monday. And if you'd like the chance to win a spring entertainment pack, which includes our 55-inch Samsung TV and a Woolies gift card, head to news.com.au slash win right now. That's it from the newsroom. We'll be back with another update on Monday morning. Your headlines from news.com.au. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the US, and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.